guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Elevate with Erica podcast. I'm your host, Erica. My mission is to connect with you through our stories and in that process, spread inspiration for you to go do amazing things with your life. I had crushed that this is the way to the perfect job, marriage and kids checklist and was left unhappy, stressed, living paycheck to paycheck and unfulfilled. I knew there had to be more to life than wishing away the week until Friday. And so I found that proof. And that's what I'm here to do for you and with you. Are you ready to create a life that gets you excited? Then elevate with Erica. Grab a bottle and get comfy, friends. It's time for some unfiltered advice. I have to tell you guys about a new meat delivery subscription service I'm using. ButcherBox delivers high quality meat you can trust right to your front door. I'm talking free range organic chicken, humanely raised pork, 100% grass fed and grass finished beef and wild caught seafood. So you can feel good about what you're eating, but also the taste and the quality are amazing. Free bacon, you guys. Yes, free bacon. And free bacon for life. Did you hear me? That is ButcherBox's latest promotion. Beginning on June 14th, for a limited time only, place your order using my link in the show notes and get free bacon for life in all of your future shipments. Hi, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Elevate with Erica. Since recording my last episode, I participated in my second 5K in just over a month. And watching others cross that finish line is what led to this topic today. So I'm going to jump right in and keep this one short, sweet, and impactful. It's sort of a follow-up to my first episode of the year two, Get in the Room. It's my most favorite episode over the past two years that I've done. And since we are just getting into the second half of the year, I think it's a great time for a pulse check if you decided to take that mantra into your year as well, because I heard more feedback from you guys from that episode than any episode I've ever done. So When I came up with that topic, I was truly just tired of doing the same things, talking to the same people. I felt like I was in a bubble and I didn't want to be in it anymore. And I've told you guys where a lot of my inspiration comes from. It's podcasts and reading personal development and my fitness community, but it's also in large part to who I choose to follow on social media. So I pick up my phone and look at social media entirely too many times a day, like a lot of you I'm sure do as well, right? But I do have it packed with people who are doing better than me. I like that. I like being surrounded by people who are doing things I want to do. You know, there's nothing like the comfort of your home. I get that. And if you're blessed to have a couple steady friends who have been through it all with you, that's awesome too. But it's hard to grow and be challenged in those spaces. There is so much to experience in this one life we've been given, and I admire the people who take the opportunities to do just that. People who don't get stuck in the mundane. They take risks. They aren't afraid to fail. They don't stay down when they do. They aren't held back by fear of judgment. I was in a training recently, and the speaker quoted something that I really liked and thought applied to this topic today pretty well. So instead of fearing growth and change and getting uncomfortable, fear settling for a mundane life. I've said I was shy growing up, but I don't know that I really describe myself correctly because I wasn't afraid to get on stage in the mall and dance alone. I wasn't afraid to model in a bikini down a runway in New York when I was maybe like 15. I wasn't afraid to sing karaoke numerous times as a child in bars with my dad. 
He always liked, let's hear it for the boy. But I had some anxiety when it came to speaking to people. And that's what I think made me describe myself as shy. But I really just didn't want to sound stupid. I never really considered myself that book smart. I'm horrible at tests. I think I got my master's to prove that I could, probably to myself and also to others, so maybe they wouldn't think I was stupid. These are things I didn't realize about myself until I got in my 30s, by the way. So I didn't get in the room for much of my life up to the start of this year because I didn't believe I belonged in it. I didn't think I'd earned it. And I didn't think I would fit in. I took risks. I didn't settle for long in something when I wasn't happy. I did things independently, but there was only so much you can do on your own. And when you're not getting in the room with others, you're on your own, especially while I've been building this business. So I was recruiting challengers and helping them make themselves a priority in their own health journeys. But once it came to growing my team, helping other women grow their own business alongside me, networking with other successful coaches so that I could learn how they saw success, I was scared. I was afraid to look stupid. I was afraid they would look at me and think I didn't have what it took because I didn't believe I had what it took. I wanted to believe it, but deep down I was scared. Scared I wouldn't find my place in this world. Scared I was picking the wrong profession again. Scared of people thinking I was stupid. I did not intend for this episode to get this deep so quickly, but the reason I made that my mantra this year is because I got tired of all that BS. I got tired of holding myself back. I got tired of missing out on the things I saw other people doing because I was keeping myself in that bubble of the same spaces and the same places where I felt safe. I burst the bubble in January 2022. And if you guys have been following my episodes this year and my social media stories, you know I'm free. I have made it my intention this year to do things I wouldn't normally do. Ah, I did not expect to get choked up, actually. go places I wouldn't normally go, walk right up and shake the hands of people I wouldn't have normally had the guts to. But this is now my new normal. And after doing the scary shit a few times, it's not so scary because you realize you won't die. And I still get nervous about things, but I burst the bubble. Seriously, no tricks to share if you need to do the same. You just have to draw the line in the sand for yourself. You have to be ready and you have to put in the work. You have to want to change more than you want to stay the same. And by you have to put in the work, I mean you have to take action anyway, even though you're scared. My dreams were too big to fit in that bubble. It was time to burst it and get in the room. When I was running that second 5K a couple of weeks ago, I was pulling in thinking, Erica, I don't know who you are, but I like you. I drove to two 5Ks by myself. That alone, something I never would have done in the past. My mom would have been required to join me. She has sort of been my crutch. Yes, I'm 37 and I just said that. (laughs) I am grateful to have my aunt and friends who have done the races with me, though. Crossing that finish line alone, feeling so proud and ready to root for everyone else coming in. There's nothing like it. 
And that last race was so humid, you guys. My gosh. Of course, the humidity died down as soon as I got home from it. (laughs) But at 8 and 9 a.m., we were cooking. I was truly pushed and inspired by all the people running alongside me, people of all ages. When my mind was saying I should stop, try to find a good deep breath of air, I saw a little space on the sidewalk that I could sit on, like a little curb, looked perfect for my ass at the time because I felt like I couldn't breathe. Maybe I'll just walk fast. Maybe I'll run slower. I would look around me and I knew that they were feeling just as uncomfortable in that humid air as I was. I could see it on their faces. I could hear it in their breath. I saw their sweat and they were powering through. And I knew that if they could, I could. You see, that's one of the byproducts of getting in the room. You actually start to realize that they are no different than you. All of those people who I thought would think I was stupid were no different than me. All of those people at the 5K that I thought would think, she's clearly not a runner. They were no different than me. I put them up on that pedestal. They didn't put themselves there. I passed the halfway point and it was one of those trails where you have to double back at the halfway point so that you're passing by the people who haven't reached it yet, if that makes sense. My first race wasn't like that and I prefer it not be like that. You can let those people already doubling back push you, inspire you, or you can let it make you feel defeated. And I'm not here to tell you how to choose one because nothing prepares you for that moment on a humid day knowing you still have so far to go. But I will tell you, you can pick a good playlist. It helped me know where you'll be minute-wise approaching that halfway point and have a good song timed out. Anyway, so I was doubling back and thinking, wow, I still have halfway to go. It felt like a lot because I was soaked by this point and having trouble breathing in that humid air. I looked to my left where the runners were that were almost approaching the halfway point and I saw this man in his 70s still running at a steady pace. And I can't tell you how much seeing him pushed me. So here I am, 37, and considering slowing down, sitting down, walking, and there's this 70-something-year-old man running towards the halfway point. At that moment, I said to myself, Erica, you will not stop running. You can do this. And instead of focusing on all of the ways I could slow down, I started focusing on my breathing. One, two, three, four, in, and then one, two, three, four, out. I counted to myself the entire remaining half of the race. I thought of that man in his bright yellow lime shirt, and I knew I could run my way across that finish line. He removed all doubt. Again, this is the byproduct of being in the room. In this case, getting in the room was running a 5K among all of those people when I hadn't ever run an in-person 5K before July 2022, so before a month prior to this. In my business, getting in the room has meant being in the presence of people farther along than me, not being afraid to speak to them, shake hands, see their success as proof that I can too. I'll need to call on that proof when there are bad days, and I do, when business is slow, when I'm not so confident. I'll need to call on that proof when I have to do the hard things that I don't feel like doing. 
when I felt like I couldn't breathe during that 5K and the feeling of all of that sweat was telling me I needed to walk, or worse, sit, I caught on that proof of that man running. That man more than twice my age. If he can, I can. So I crossed that finish line and after catching my breath and drinking water and just being glad to still be alive, I knew I wanted to video this man crossing that line. I knew I had to see it for myself and I wanted to share this story on my social media. I had to tell it because it was so powerful for me. So I had my camera ready as soon as I see that bright yellow shirt approaching. Except I noticed he seems more off balance now. And I think to myself, was he running like that before and I just didn't notice? Or maybe he has some imbalances because he's older. At this point, I notice he's running, leaning towards the left, and there's a line of cars there. And I think, well, maybe he's trying to get out of the way in case anyone else is behind him. So as he gets closer, and I'm not good with distances, guys, so I can't even paint that picture for you. But as he gets closer, he's clearly not feeling great. And by that, I mean he's clearly about to fall face first on this asphalt. And then I notice he has blood running from his head. And that means, you guys, that means he had already fallen. I have goosebumps thinking about it again. I realize the 70-something-year-old man has already fallen, hit his head, and got back up and kept running. I stopped filming when I could tell he he was possibly going to fall again. I put my camera down. But I told you I saw something in that man when I passed by him near that halfway point. My eyes were drawn to him, even in my breathless state. He stole my attention and changed something in me in that very moment. He had enough in him that he knew exactly where that finish line was, and he was going to cross it, running come hell or high water, and he would have literally face-planted again, crossing the finish line exactly, you guys, on the dot, if the gentleman running behind him hadn't been keeping an eye on him and caught him as they were both crossing the finish line. And by the way, he got a medal in his age bracket too. When I saw him complete this race, I knew I had exactly what my topic would be for my next podcast. I knew I needed to remind someone else of the power of getting in the room. I don't know who needed to hear this today, but I had to share the proof with you. He helped me cross that finish line running my best. And I hope it can help someone else keep running too. Towards whatever dream or goal that's on your heart to, keep going. Find proof that it's possible. Borrow belief until you believe in yourself. There's someone out there who tried it and quit. And you can use that as a reason why it won't work for you too. Or you can find someone who is succeeding at exactly what you want. Someone who is even busier than you doing that damn thing anyway. And you can use them as proof that you can too. There's a woman in this same coaching business that I am that's at the top and I'm not going to share her name yet I'll share it when I get there but she shows me that it's possible every other person's success is your success too for that very reason if you choose to use their success to keep you running All right, friends, I'm going to wrap up this episode, but I want to leave you with four ways in which you can start expanding outside of the people and places that may be keeping you from growing because I want you to not just listen to this and send me a message that it was so impactful. I want you to have action steps to be able to take. So, new hobbies. What new things can you try? 
Is it a workout class, dance lessons, painting, cooking, running 5Ks? Second, new places. Stop going to the same shops, the same mall, the same grocery store, the same gym, the same restaurants. Expand out. Go to neighboring towns. Maybe you can't totally cut the negative people in your life out if they are a close family member, but you can lessen your time around them. And that's number three. Those negative people will literally suck the life out of your dreams and goals. And we all have enough self-limiting beliefs on our own without their help, don't we? And number four, network. When you go to those new places, you actually have to speak to people. I know it's uncomfortable for me too, but my husband and I have met some pretty awesome people this year because of it. Because I said I would get in the room and I've been following through. I've been holding out my shaky hand and shaking hands. Okay, are you ready to try new things? I hope so. And I hope you're feeling excited about it too. So let's raise our glasses for our end of episode cheers. Cheers to flipping the script on our fears. Instead of fearing the uncomfortable, fear settling for the patterns keeping you playing small. Fear settling for the mundane. You are only stuck where you are now if you tell yourself that you are. So make new choices. Visit new places. Speak to new people. Pull yourself out of your current pattern so that you can see there's so much more to life than your point of view from your comfort zone. Until next episode, friends. E.